For decades, I have watched this gun culture struggle to hold itself together. Always on the back foot, always under attack, always watching their constitutionally protected rights pulled out from underneath them. And for decades now, I've poured time, blood, sweat, tears, and steadily put one foot in front of the other, getting knocked down only to try to put the pieces back together again. This gun culture deserves to die. It doesn't have what it takes to make it much further. And no, it's not the left or the anti-gunners or the politicians' fault. It's ours. We want all the glory and none of the work. We want all of the articulation but aren't willing to read. We want all of the community but are not willing to make the slightest sacrifice. We knew it was going to be hard. It was going to be an uphill battle. I believed that if this community had a few more of the intellectual tools to take it a step further, we would retake ground. Instead, we found hoarding, infighting, isolation, and self-destruction. We deserve to disappear. And don't think for a second that the Christians are off the hook. We will face persecution in our lives, but that's not quite the right word. It's judgment. Judgment for not or judgment for choosing Netflix over righteous community. We deserve it because we want all of the glory of a Christian peoples without one ounce of the effort. We deserve to lose our money to greedy multi-level marketing schemes and to charlatans and to fools with fancy cars. We have only our own or we can only have our own knockoff paganism for so long until it's time to pay the price for our laziness. All my life I have heard men complain about how the West is falling apart, about how this country needs to return to being a Christian peoples. But ask them for even the slightest effort in raising their own children, and you've crossed a bridge too far. They have their precious nine-to-five and their fuck-off time to handle. It's the school's fault that their children or that their child is a communist. And you know what? They deserve to be hated by their children. Righteous judgment. So no, it's not because some anonymous horde of inner-city she-theys with BLM tattooed on their forehead to blame for our downfall. It's our own. We deserve to be crushed by the totalitarianism of the illiterate. We deserve it because we don't have the slightest amount of character to speak up when they shut down our churches but allow the mass state worshipers to host a tribute to their government as God religion. We don't care. We like to complain about the problem, but dare suggest a solution, dare provide the moral foundations that equip people for the argument, and you'll be met with indifference and harsh criticism while some dancing pony of conservatism, conservatism incorporated, incorporated sells you the ready-made political savior. You want to know why people go work for the military-industrial complex? Because those people actually pay their dues. They make the tools. They sell them to the bidder. They make the money needed to pay their own people. Gun culture, on the other hand, has somehow thought that the idea of from my cold dead hands applies to their support as well. When gun culture people talk about censorship and how gun content is stifled by big tech, what they are too scared to say is that this community doesn't have half the fervor of the opposition. Come out as trans and you get a thousand supporters. Fight for gun culture and you get 1,000 critics 
from within your own tribe. For all our blustering about how important it is to support one another, sharing a post is simply too much to ask. People like to talk a big game about the next civil war and how it will unite us. What really is going to happen, or what is most likely to happen, is that every petty vendetta within gun culture is going to become a crime scene and a bloodbath as we put all those skills into action against one another. Meanwhile, the state worshippers will have all the justification they need to create a more powerful, more centralized organization they'll simultaneously worship and wield like a razor-edged club, culling what's left of gun culture with absolute impunity and a sense of righteousness, or so, at least self-righteousness. How many of us are going to make it out of this? How are any of us going to make it out of this? Are we going to leave gun culture? Are we going to go get corporate jobs and shrug a little less when we hear of another veteran committing suicide? Are we going to turn a blind eye to the complaints of gun culture when we know that those complaints come with no meaningful, des meaningful desire to change? We are angered by somebody like David Hogg getting a free pass to Harvard and yet somehow graduating less literate than he when he started. But David Hogg has tens of thousands of people who are willing to give him a little lift, a little donation. His people believe in winning. Our people have placed our hope in surviving alone in the woods until someone else does all the hard work of bringing in the new era of freedom. We deserve to be trampled by tanks because we wouldn't say no to children when it came to the right to bear arms. In a way, it's strange that people will consider it an achievement to pass ranger school when all it takes for most students to earn their coveted tab is to keep themselves from quitting. Every day has its challenges, and before you go, you know you're going to get cold, you're going to be hungry, and you're going to get a little less sleep than is recommended to function mentally at peak performance. But still, all the hardships that Ranger School provides, of all of them, the most difficult one in the long run is to even get a, an opportunity to take the course. For those who are not in Ranger Battalion, you have to convince your leadership that you are worth the cost of sending one of, most likely one of their best soldiers to a course that will keep them away from the unit for months at a time. And once you've passed... You have to consider what esprit de corps you have left after seeing it, after seeing so many fall away for foolish reasons and so many pass for simply keeping their head down and not drawing too much attention to themselves. And then even after that, you're expected to defend the tab and the honor of the tab in front of all of those who have never had to, never even had the opportunity to give it their best shot, even though it didn't turn out to be the rite of passage that you were promised. As it turns out, even the heights of military achievement lack their luster or the luster which is placed upon them. Most people fail to under what most people to fail what most people fail to understand about war is that it, it offers something in return for your commitment. In war, there are rules. And the judges are reality and the fates themselves. If your enemy is better with a rifle or able to keep a cooler head in the din of battle, they typically win. 
And if they don't, if they fall by some unseen hand, it serves as a sacrifice to the honor of the battlefield. Tragedy, agency, and courage have their place, and it is both ambiguous and rewarding to seek out. Fools may make calls from on high that cause the noble men to fall, but at least there are people to mourn the loss. The night is always darkest before the dawn. Gun culture will not survive in its current format of bloodletting and selfish hoarding. We like to make fun of those who have tens of thousands of rounds stored up underneath their stairwell, but when we turn around and act twice as parsimonious as the miser in question, we betray any hope of passing anything on to the next generation. Nothing paid, nothing owed. As a result, gun culture will continue to swell when emergencies and darkening times threaten our borders, and th but the people worthy of their place here will continue to wither in numbers, and few will remain true. Like those who betrayed their brothers in a time of need, those who fall away will not be welcomed back with the same open arms, but they will be expected to pay twice the cost of entry just to have a shot at the table, table scraps. Though we provide opportunities for forgiveness, there will be costs. They'll pinch their pennies when it comes to supporting their own. Those who pinch their pennies when it comes to supporting their own will only find out that the people that they look they, that they took for granted no longer keep their interests and desires in mind. How many of us expect somebody else to foot the bill for our cost of entry? Gun culture will live on, and it will live on in the hearts of men. It will live on in the truest among us, and it will be our burden to carry it on to the next generation. We will be lonely. We will watch our enemies amass hordes of wealth and our so-called community dwindle and diminish and complain about gatekeeping when they're unwilling even to approach the threshold. We will be discouraged when our own people steal from one another and when the brightest lights burn out in front of the camera. But we will continue to hold one another up in the fringes and often in the shadows. And day by day, with every step made, every challenge overcome, we will continue to pursue what is right and true and good. We will cease to be burdened by the wishes and wants of freeloaders and we will not be expected to cut away the chaff as it will burn itself away. This community will know that, and from the beginning to the end, we kept the faith. We endured the hardship and are deserving of our place in it. We will not look down in condescension or in pity, but in fact, and with a helping hand, we will lift one another up. And with generosity, we will gild these halls. We will build a new gun culture with our values at the core. We've all likely heard the saying that hard times create strong men. Well, I'm here to tell you that the hard times are here, and it's time to be strong men. <laughs>